Episode 49, Currency for Currency. Today's discussion for tomorrow's financial freedom is titled, These Words Matter. Ever wonder the origin of a word or phrase? Ever wonder how that original meaning relates to your current day interactions? Well, in this episode, we take it there, CFC style, of course. The question is, do you understand the value and or power of your words? Join us as we discuss the MMH factors and give you golden nuggets on how to cash in on your currency. We'll get to the point of X equals you and you need to see your own value. Let's get into it. Currency for currency, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Currency for Currency, and this is the place where you get today's discussion for tomorrow's financial freedom. It's also also the place where you get to see more money wearing the mask. What's going on over there? Man, listen, uh, you know, they got this whole mask, unmask yourself. Yeah. In my house, maybe, but I'm not going out in those streets. Uh, I think in the Bible it says, uh, be wise in all things. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And uh, Judge uh, Supreme Justice, excuse me, Kathy Mizell, I don't know if I'm saying her name right, took off that mask mandate and people now have to get on these planes without a mask. and. It's been Girl. a mess. I mean, Girl. the last few days, you see half the people with it and half the people without it. Girl. I don't know what this world is coming to. I, I really don't get it. While the numbers are going up now in New York, over a week ago, they they put us in middle. We've gone up. We were yeah. low. Now we at med- medium state. What's at yeah. the medium? Hi, hi, hi. Hi. Yeah. Hello? Hello. I don't understand if you see an uptick on the numbers, how then do you say, okay, everybody take the mask off? So it's so interesting because I am, you know, I'm there with you, but Pennsylvania reinstated their indoor mask mandate. And they're basically- Just a few days earlier than when the federal judge came down. Just a few days earlier. And there, someone said to me, well, I know you never took your mask off. And I said, I never took my mask off. But at the same time, you know, now you have this indoor mask mandate, but you don't have it on a federal level. So you want me to wear a mask in the airport but then when I get on a plane where there's a more concentrated breathing. Oh, wait one second. It, yeah. It, they taking them off in the airports too. Well, in the lobby, right? You're going to no, be. No, they're taking the side. They're taking down the signs. Not just, not just security. yet. Not just yet. I thought that was going into effect no, May It's already 3rd. done. May 3rd. I thought that was going into effect. No, I just literally, literally. And I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. Literally today, I heard the opposite. I heard that it was going to be like for lobbies and things like that until May third. But then, effective immediately to your point, right. inside the planes, on the subways. Well, because you're getting two different sources. They extended it to May third, mm-hmm. and then Miss Lady came out on a federal level and took it down. 
that's where you're confused. So they were extending it to May 3rd because of the uptick. Mm-hmm. And then she made um, a statement uh, a few days ago saying, no, you'll have to do it. So that's where the confusion is. So when you go in the airports, mm-hmm. yeah, no one's wearing them. I mean, well, people wear them. You see people at the ticket booths. Half, I say about half of people yeah. um, are still wearing them and the other half are not wearing them. So it will be interesting. Let's see what mm-hmm. two weeks, 15 days bring us, a, a month brings us. So disenchanting. It's scary. It is scary, but I get it. You know, people are tired, but I just, you know, as we keep discussing, I heard there's another more contagious variant out there now, you know. The BA2. Right. I was going to say first it was Omicron. Now it was the BA2. Now it may be something else. The thing about it is this, because people are growing weary, which I totally get, right? Because they're growing weary, because folks are just letting their guard down, we're going to still have these continuums, right? Because we have federal judges knocking down what is the most simplest, in my opinion, thing to do. We're going to have these instances where cases continue to rise, right? People become ill. And I, I know that we're all pandemic weary, but let's think about the larger, the larger scope of this all. If the mask is the simplest thing that you can do, just keep it on. It's just point blank period. Just keep it on. Listen, my daughter even said to me today, I'm tired of this mask. She was talking about a sleepover. We all are. She said, she said, I I want the sleepover. And I said, well, honey, I said, the world is still really sick. And she said, I'm I'm tired of the world being really sick. I don't want the world to be sick. And I said, I get it. She's like, I don't want to wear the mask. And I get it. And I'm like, wow, this is from a four-year-old, mind you. So if a four-year-old can voice those opinions and say, hey, this is what I don't want to do then and they get it you know they get it because it's a reason we're doing this why is it hard for an adult to get it i i just don't understand that part well i have three things to say first let's let's address um breeze not wanting to do it yeah two years to four years is half their life well that's true and she's sick of it so from a child's perspective it's a that's a lifetime (laughs) <laughs> um, but also what's convenient, and I'm going to say something I wasn't going to say, um, is that you have the in-home test kits. Yeah. So I think I've shared with you some of the links, but there's another one that you can just click on the link, drop in your information, mine auto um, populated, mm-hmm. and it comes in the mail. Mm-hmm. And it's two kits with two each, which is four, which is fair. And what I've been doing, because I, I'm in contact with my elderly mom, is um, I take it on myself every Wednesday and Sunday. Wednesday okay. and Sunday. Okay. Um, because you could get, sometimes you're walking down the street and you say, oh, what's going on over there? And they're out there just handing out free kids. Some of the churches hand out free kids. Wow. What I was going to say to you is that um, one of my friends has gone, been going through a breakup. So last week, Sunday, we decided to go over and cheer her up and bring some in food for her. She lives down in Chelsea area of uh, Manhattan. And um, it was only um, three of us. She's 
in a very large space. <laughs> the house is like 2,000, 3,000 square feet. So there's a lot of space. We got a call <clears throat> from her that we missed and then a text message saying that she had been exposed to BA2 and we also needed to test it. Wow. So my knee-jerk thing was like, wait a minute. That was Sunday, which I test myself on Sunday morning. We seen her around 7.30, 8 that night. So, of course, I ran to my kid. Um, we got the message on... We went there Sunday. She got the message. She said that some of the people who had been in her house earlier, I think Friday night, we again was there Sunday. We didn't see these people had been testing positive. Mm. And then she said she was showing symptoms. This was Wednesday of this past week. And I was like, oh my God. I'm laughing now because I was like, what? I'm so careful. So I took the test, not even reading the rest of the text message, and it came back negative. And she said, when I went back to read the message after I calmed down and I'm looking, and, you know, the test results really, they say 15 minutes. It happens in about five to six minutes. It came back negative. And she said, oh, and don't even, that that at-home test kit doesn't work on this strength. So I, I, I went from being a low to a high to a low. So I had to run out and get um, the BA, you know, the regular test thing that, you know, not like the kit. And it came back negative. Thank God. But, you know, I found it interesting. I'm like, oh, my God, people are out here feeling like they're safe with the at-home test kits, which I felt I was being safe. Um, but then it's not picking up the BA2. It was interesting in telling that story when I went in and I said, they said, how have you been exposed? I said, someone said they were exposed to someone and they're showing symptoms. And I seen that person. Um, I didn't touch the person but I did take the mask off inside of their residence Yeah. while we were there. Um, and they said, well, how would they know they had BA too? I was like, I don't know. I'm just telling you, that's what they said they had and this is what's going on. And I need to be tested and hurry up and test me because I'm nervous. So it did come out to be a good story. And then the other part with what I was gonna say with Bria is that there's only so much that you can do to be safe. But I feel at these at-home tests, when those little people come in the house, you go ahead and you swab them yeah. and you test them on the spot. Yeah, it's it's when, interesting. And the parents is, um, you know, right where the parents can see that you're doing. You don't want to do something against someone else's parents. But I think all the parents would agree that's very safe because these yeah. kids are out here and getting it. They are. I mean, we had a play date last week and after, the day after, similar to your story, the mother sent me a text and she said, keep an eye on your daughter. Her daughter had come down with something and she said she's not feeling well, low grade fever, whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, just that fast. But outdoors, you know, I'm that parent, you'll see, we still have our mask on outside, you know, and I know well, how it's allergy season. It's allergy season, it's so everything. It's gonna show up. 
symptoms show up. But then, you know, kids, they're like all in your face type thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, so that's my perception. Listen, and, and my daughter's extremely affectionate. So I'm like, all right, you know, if you're going to do that, just keep the mask on. Like I said, it's the simplest thing that we can do. But talking about masking, unmasking, rules, regulations, this and that. Oh my gosh, there's been like so much unmasking in current events. It's just like, yeah. That's a good Ooh. way. To, that's a good transition. The mask and the racial masking. Wow, that's been happening, and oh we use gosh. words and don't understand mm. where those words or um, certain practices came from. Yeah, I'll give you one that we do, and we don't know because well, I thought there was only one way to do a funeral, and that was doing a procession and falling out at the casket and all this stuff, you know, I mean, you know, my people are black. I'm people are black, so, you know, that's a black funeral. So I remember when I went, I don't remember if it was one of my Italian friends or was it was one of my Jewish friends, I went to a funeral. Mm -hmm. And the funeral went down, I'm like, what was, what was that? Mm -hmm. They didn't What even, happened? Like, you were looking for all the casket. Uh... At yeah. the, the Jewish the funeral, prophet. I was like, <laughs> "Prophet circumstance, you were looking for all of that." I'm like, "Well, what, 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 what are we doing?" You know, and it was the same thing with white. But then I realized the procession had was a result of when enslaved people. First of all, I just want to lend your attention to the word. I don't use slaves. I don't use the word slaves. I use the word enslaved mm. because it, it it puts a different spin and, and hum, you know, humanizing the fact that these were people just like me and you. And we're not slaves. We would have been enslaved. And some people, I'm not going to get to that now because it's going to be a five-part session. Some people right now are still enslaved based on how they're working in society, yeah, you choose where you work, you choose your clothes, you yeah. choose where you live, but you have entered into, some people have entered into an enslavement mm. of a sort mm. because of their circumstances and they don't understand it. But um, going back to, <laughs> that's what I went on track. Um, when people would run enslaved people would run and try to get their freedom they were killed and brought back to the plantation mm -hmm. and then in a control mechanism everybody all the enslaved people would be rounded up and they would do what was called a procession past this dead body and they were made to touch the body and then you had a person that would have been normally you know, alive and warm and living and talking, cold and hard and brutalized. And this is where the procession is started. It started and black people say, oh yeah, we, it's a part of our heritage. Yeah. That's not the way funerals go. The black funerals are um, indicative of what was happening with the enslaved people on plantations when before uh, um, we were free, free. 
officially mm. a fool. So it's interesting that and other stuff like jumping the broom. You would jump in the broom because uh, we were allowed to be a slave because they said black men didn't have a soul. Yeah, we didn't have a place in the church, and that's why people would have to you know get up in the middle of the night and have church, and someone would read the Bible and you would get killed if you were caught. So if you didn't have a slave, if you didn't have a soul, it was okay to enslave you. So because you didn't have a, a, a place in the church, mm-hmm. you know, you have these slave masters that give me that broom out the corner over there. And they would hand them the broom and say, jump over this broom. And when you jump over it, you'll be married. Wow. That's where jumping the broom. So I'm like mortified when I see people in today's lifestyle in education jump the broom after their ceremony they said wait we're not married yet and they put down this old broom and they and jump then, over yeah. it and i'm like what is going on yeah we do things and don't understand why we doing and i'm gonna do one more i know this is going to end up being a two-part session where did the word on wall street again i'm in new york i'm currently in the city so i'm less than four miles away from Wall Street, there is a wall, and it's Wall Street, but the word stock and bond started in New York because of Wall Street, and stock, we, the black people, were considered stock, wild, wildlife, like animals and horses and cows, we were stock. Mm-hmm. And under Wall Street is jails and chambers to hold enslaved people who were brought up, put on the wall, walls higher, so you can see them, and they were in bonds. Wow. Bondage. Wow. So there you have the word stock and bonds. Mo, I tell you every single week that I am just like blown away by your mind, the incredible knowledge that you have there. Who would have ever thought? What quickly comes to my mind is these words matter. These words matter. Words do matter. Words do matter. So in regards to your value and valuation. In regards to your value and valuate. Ooh, I love that. In regards to your value and valuation and where you are putting your value, right? Where you're turning those things over to. Like not understanding what you're contributing to. So your your value, evaluation, your empowerment, your give back, like so many different paths that we can go down. But let's take a pause and kind of rewind and bring these these nuggets into you know fruition for everyone. So you talked about so understanding like these these words and how how we then invest our money what we invest our money into right that becomes our empowerment and essentially our power 
And, and I think a lot of us just miss that. You know, I remember when it was the whole big thing about Tommy Hilfiger, you know, making the comment, well, I don't design my clothing for black people, you know, because they were like, listen, these are irregular sizes. I can't get anything that fits me. And yet we were flocking out to invest into a designer who didn't see value in investing in us, you know? So it's like, when you say, when you say that these words came from us essentially being viewed as livestock, as chattel, right? Um, We were sold under the underground, in the chambers, right? It's like, my mind was just bouncing all over. This is actually something that I was not aware of, yet we flock to the stocks now these days think about everybody who's gaining interest in like bitcoin right and the cryptocurrency or just stocks in general right that's been something for a long time that was not accessible to us because we didn't have the knowledge we didn't have the understanding but now more people and i'm loving that you see the millennials especially becoming invested in the stocks you know while it was once used against us or once used to characterize us now we're flipping the script you know now we're making the, the 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 um we become from being a value. Yeah. A value. Yes. Right. Yeah. I think that the point I had been was basically trying to make is that in one way or another, we were viewed as something of value. Mm. And I think mm. it's time for us to step in and see our own value in equation. Yes. yes. See so your a lot own of times you have these mathematic equations and they say X equals. Mm-hmm. They give you all this information, but they don't tell you what X means. Right. I mean, you have to come up with what X means. Right. X is you. Right. And you have to see your value in every equation, whether it be your relationships or your employment or your skill sets. Mm. Once you understand your value, mm-hmm. it's not for someone else to put a value on us. And right. That doesn't mean you're going to lay up in bed and you know, still want things that, are, you know, everybody else is not in laying up in the bed is getting. That <laughs> means you have to get up, figure it out, and value yourself, and then put a value to your resources and a, a value to your 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 um your deeds. Absolutely, absolutely, and a value to where you're aligning, right? How you're aligning, with whom you are aligning, right? That's, yeah, oh my gosh, yes, yes. It's um interesting because, you know, if we go back to that old adage, if you're the smartest one in the room, you need a new crew, right? You need a new, a new surrounding. And so that, Level up, level up. Level up, right? That's all about building. When you start building wealth, it's because you're building your knowledge base, right? Right. You're you're capitalizing off of your educational resources. That's wealth that no one can ever take away. That's what I was gonna say in regards to investment. We are so busy investing in these people that have yachts and houses. That right. we're not doing a self-investment. Mm-hmm. I had someone say to me recently, oh, edu- on college is so expensive. Yeah. 
I said, you think that's expensive? Try being <laughs> stupid. Yeah, with hello. Try not having the education. Right. And so you have to reinvest into yourself so that you can get a better job and you can yes. save more money. Yes. And yes. there's nothing wrong with a hard day work. God no. knows I've worked several years for seven days a week. Yeah. I have a day off here and there. But yeah. Getting to the place where I had a value, I put a number to that value, and I would right. not go back on that value. As as did you. You know why you invest that amount of time though? Because you love what you do. If you love what you do and you do what you love, right? You're no, just going. No, that's it. But if you're constantly working around the clock like a hamster spinning its wheel. That's when you have to reevaluate. That's when you have to look at whether or not you're investing in yourself. Because if you're working three jobs to make ends meet, why not invest in education that will allow you to get one job that will allow you to meet all your ends and then some, spend more time with the family, be home with the children, like all of those things. Those are the considerations that you have to take into account. So when it comes down to it, these words matter. Invest, right? When you think about invest, don't think about investing in somebody else. Think about investing in yourself. Self-investment. Yes, self-investment. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Speaking about self-investment, Mo, I need to invest myself in some food right now. (laughs) I need to invest myself in some food. So I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for just, my gosh, investing your amazing mind into us today because it's really incredible. I always enjoy our conversations because I absolutely I hope we're not talking to ourselves. No, we're not talking to ourselves. We're talking to our listening audience. I mean I mean by that I hope that people get it and they're they're you know they're going down the street and they're rethinking some stuff. And you know let's be honest I just want to just give them a wee bit into you. You didn't come out of you know some people think like you gotta come out of high school and go straight to college. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Sometimes it's trade school, sometimes it's college. Sometimes right. life happens and right. you're working a full-time job and you're taking courses, even if it's one course here and there. Yeah. Even if you find a job that does tuition reimbursement. Right. I'm seeing people 90 years old getting a high school diploma. It's never too late. It's never too late. Just it's make that investment instead of, you know, you're going out buying a thousand dollar pair of sneakers. Yeah. You know, a $150, $200 t-shirt. Yeah. You have enough clothes, you have enough money, but you can never have too much education. No, it's absolutely right. And we spoke about this in an earlier podcast. Like, it's never too late to invest in real estate and ownership, oh. you know? There's, there's you gotta live somewhere anyway. You have to, right? You have to. You might as well be paying your own No, it's so very true. I love but it. Right and, now, if you're renting, you're paying someone else's. You're making someone else's. You go again with bonds, stock, and bonds. You know, exactly. you're putting stock. You're putting your hard work into someone else's dream, paying mm-hmm. down somebody, making someone else rent. These words matter. I'm telling you, just you talking about sitting high, right? When you say I own versus I rent, just think of how does that make you feel? You know, I rent, right? I rent. Undescribable. It is. It truly is. 
until you do it. I I was surprised. I had this conversation and people will look at you. They will automatically pass judgment. They will automatically uh, put together what they think is your life story and they don't know. And I, you know, I always give people the benefit of the doubt. I never assume, but one thing um, that struck me the other day and I said to myself, you can never assume, speaking to my neighbor, they are a business owner, a really nice business owner, and they've been renting this house. Unbeknownst to me until I had this conversation, they were renting this house. And I said to myself, you're renting? What the heck do you mean you're renting? And they said, you know, the owner wanted too much. It wasn't worth it. And I'm thinking to myself, you're renting? Like, was the credit an issue? Did you, you know, not, were you not sure you wanted to live? Like, what was it? But you can never assume anything, right? And there's nothing better than trying but success. Remember that there's nothing better than trying than success. You got to try it. You got to try it all until you get to that sweet sauce that works for you. And so that's why these conversations are so important, not only for us, but for everyone that listens, because these conversations generate your thought on what your sweet sauce can be. So come back, keep getting all of your nuggets, right? Listen in, tune in, invest in, yes, invest in you. (laughs) She's mimicking, she's she's mimicking and she's eating those words. That's right. Eat Eat those words, eat those words, eat those words, eat those words. And I'm going to go eat too. So listen, come back, subscribe, like, share, share these nuggets with your friends and family so that they too can be on the same alignment with you. It's currency for currency, y'all. Thanks, Mo. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We brought you the dollars and definitely the cents so you could cash in on all your MMH factors. So come on back, grab more nuggets, and get your mind, your money, and your home all addressed in one place. It's currency for currency, y'all. See you next time.